From Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, it's Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio with your host, Craig Henson. This is Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio, airing every Saturday, 2 p.m., right here on Talk 94.5 FM. And I am your host, Craig Henson, a.k.a. Craig the Floor Guy, from American Dream Flooring and Tile, the area's most trusted flooring professionals. Thank you for joining us again this wonderful Saturday afternoon. We have another great show for you. Today, we have Jeff Thompson from Carolina Energy Conservation. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thanks for having me, Craig. Jeff uh, Jeff does a lot, and they focus on saving you money, which is what I like to do for the listeners here of Home Pros Radio, bring you opportunities and ways to save money. So we're going to bring some really, really good advice on some products you may not have ever heard of or even know exist. Um and, and maybe talk about how to, how to save you some money on some pr- future home improvement projects um, and maybe keep you from uh, blowing up your air conditioner. Um, we'll get to that later. But first, before we get into everything they do at Carolina Energy Conservation, uh, remember, if you've got a question or you have a story you want to share, hit us up on the pro line, 888-385-PROS. That's 888-385-7767. And if during the show you want to reach out to Jeff and his team at Carolina Energy Conservation, you can give them a call at 843-504-1939. That's 843-504-1939. So, Jeff, tell us about Jeff Thompson. So, uh, let's see, start at the beginning. So, I'm from uh, Niagara Falls, New York, and uh, I'm the oldest of five kids. And we're all uh, we're all blonde-haired, you know, blue-eyed towheads. Um, every one of us. And it's funny because now, now the uh, the whole family, uh, you know, there's grandkids and everything, you know, coming out. So my my mom went from having no grandkids to like having six grandkids in like two years. Now we're up to twelve, and every single one of us, all of our kids, no matter who we're married to, all have blonde hair and blue eyes. So if you ever see that Children of the Dam show, that uh, movie, <laughs> so when we get together for like events, that's what it's like. There's just bunch of blonde-haired blue-eyed kids running all over the place so what did you what did you see yourself when you were growing up what was your uh your one day i'm gonna i'm gonna be a a rock star or a <laughs> uh, energy conservation guru which one was I, it? i always knew i didn't know exactly what i was gonna be i always knew i'd talk to people and be involved with people I enjoy people um so i didn't know what i was gonna go into i originally went to school uh believe it or not to be an x-ray technician in community college okay. and then i uh then after the first year, I realized I was going to have to be in the same room for like the next 20 years, you know, if I was lucky, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I realized that I, I had to be out and about. I had to be dealing with the public, talking to people. Yeah, that's that's a tough job. And since you brought it up, you know, my wife works in healthcare. She works at one of the local hospitals. We'll just do a quick shout out to everybody in healthcare. Uh, thank you so much for what you do. I, I put you in there with our public service people up there with oh, yeah. with police officers and, and military. So thank all of you folks, teachers. Um, what you do is very difficult and much needed. So we appreciate all of you for that. So um, how did you get into home improvement? So um, I went to school um, in Fredonia in upstate New York, and uh, I ended up um, going and getting an internship with a company that sold home improvement products. Um, and I worked there for uh, an internship during the summer. And then, you know, we, where I went to school was right off of Lake Erie, and we got all kinds of lake effect snow all the time. And we just got pummeled every day with it. So 
my um, my roommate in college said, "Hey, I have a I have a friend that uh, that just bought a house in Myrtle Beach, and uh, he's renting rooms out for three hundred and fifty bucks, includes everything." So I was like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do for three hundred fifty bucks, but you know, I, I could I'll definitely afford out. that." <laughs> yeah. So I told the company that I was working with that I was gonna transfer, and I ended up uh, transferring with them. They actually had a position for me down there, and uh, I worked there for a couple of years, and then I just decided to kind of start my own thing. So. Cool. Yeah. So you you started this business yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started it in uh, 2008, um, basically out of my garage. Um, we were doing insulation services right out of there. Back then, Santi Cooper had a trade ally list for insulation services. So that was kind of what I specialized in at the old company, and that's where I started you know, getting into it here. Um, so we started there off Cedar, uh, Cedar Drive and Surfside, and you know, then we rented a building. Um, after a little bit of time off of uh, Moss Creek Road in the Sockestee area. And uh, and then we bought our own building in uh, 2014, where we are right now on, on 707. So it's wow. pretty cool. Well, you you are obviously um, passionate about what you do and very good and knowledgeable because you've grown quite a bit. Tell the listeners about your multiple uh, locations that you serve. So we serve the... Um, we're a Dr. Energy Saver dealer, which is a huge network of like conservation work, um, you know, reducing energy bills and, you know, and the likes. And uh, we have the area for uh, Myrtle Beach. We also service the Charleston area and we go out to uh, Florence as well. So, yeah. So the entire Grand Strand and some. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's covered. And then you guys do a lot. So you do anything from insulation and all different types of insulation from attic insulation spray foam insulation I'm, and i'm not an insulation uh, expert so i'm going to let you explain the different types of insulations you do blown in insulation you do um, radiant barrier which is one of my favorite products we're going to talk we're going to talk pretty I, i've got a story that involves radiant barrier um that is kind of my own home improvement horror story that we'll talk about later in the segment and how radiant barrier saved me some some money and some time and was a very inexpensive uh, way to solve a problem that a lot of people listening right now have um and you do um you do one of my favorite products that i've ever seen in a home the solar tubes oh yeah yep yeah we're a dealer for them that's just such a fun product all the way around it really is it is Literally, you can bring. If anybody out there is not familiar with what a solar tube or a, a I, I'm a it's a, it's a solar tube, but I guess solar tube is a brand. Yep. Is that a brand? And I'll let you talk about that here in just a second. But you literally bring the outside in. You bring sunlight into your home. No, no electricity needed. Correct. Nope. Correct. Yeah, talk, talk about solar tube. So solar tube is a really fun product. So uh, skylights were really popular in like 70s and 80s building because you could get natural light in an area that you normally wouldn't have it. Um, so they were really popular. The problem was, is just like anything, when it first comes out, there's problems. So they would always heat up the, the house, you know, come right in, fade the furniture. You ever go to move the sofa under a skylight and like the carpet's a different color, you know, because yeah. the carpet's been faded, you know, from the, from the UV rays. And then they would always leak, right? Because it's like a, a rectangle or a square. So water's always going to have a place to sit up there. And over time, it weatherizes, you cause a leak. So solar tube came out. It was actually started by uh, one of those genius guys that ended up dying broke in Australia. Um, you know, and mm. the, the gentleman that uh, that licensed it, he uh, they're out of Vista, California. Went to Australia, found it, said, "Wow, this is a great product," you know, and uh, ended up taking the licensing, buying it from the the gentleman. 
and uh, and it's a really cool product because they install in like an hour and a half. Um, they have a circular flashing, so they they never leak. We have a, a warranty on it, of course, because that's the first thing everybody asks: like, do they leak? And then the light just—it's really simple. The light just bounces through the tube, and the only thing that you see in your house is just this diffuser that sits up at your ceiling, and it's circular, and it's uh, it'll brighten up the the house starting. You know, during the summer, it can start up at five thirty, and it'll be going till you know sometimes nine at night. It's pretty yeah, crazy. If, if you're listening, go to CarolinaEnergyConservation.com. And scroll over to services and then scroll over to solar tube daylight systems and click on that and take a look at this so you can see and imagine how this works. But um, I was doing a kitchen remodel, man, it was probably 15 years ago um, back in Raleigh, North Carolina. And um, we had to have we were doing a a roof vented um, fan over an oven. Yep. And they didn't have an existing fan, but they wanted that nice stack with the, the hood and the chimney that goes up. Um, and so I had to bring in a local roofing company to to run the, the vent stack up out of the roof. Um, and the the um, homeowner was asking about skylights. Yeah. Because they had this really dark hallway that you couldn't see through. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were older and they, you know, so they needed help seeing navigating this long dark hallway and the company recommended a solar tube and i had never seen it i didn't know what it was um and i wasn't really focused on what was going on back in the hallway um they they bought this solar tube through the roofing company and we had contracted the roofing company to do what we needed them to do so we could complete our kitchen remodel but i remember going in there to do a walkthrough one day and take some photos and I was like blind. I'm like, where? You know, it, it lit up the whole hallway and, and projected light into the living room. And it was just little, one little tube, you know, yep. in, in the hallway. Um, and it's amazing how they, it brings, the, it allows the light to come in. And then I think it has mirrors or something in it that reflects the light down and around corners. And, and it's amazing. And they're not that expensive. I mean, what, what's what's something like that cost on so average? So typical solar tool will run, you know, depending on where it is, of course, anywhere from typically, you know, six to nine hundred bucks installed and out the door. But the other thing is that there's a big tax credit on it, too. So you get half of it off in tax credits. Wow. Well, we're going to talk about more ways to get tax credits with Jeff Thompson and Carolina Energy Conservation. When we come back, stay with us right here on Home Pros Radio. Welcome back to Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio. We're going to help make your home grand with Carolina Energy Conservation and Jeff Thompson. Um, Remember, ProLine is 888-385-PROS. If you have a question or a story you want to share, and if we do feature your question or your story, you'll win a gift certificate to Benjamin's Bakery and Cafe at 810 3rd Avenue in Surfside Beach. Um, fresh roasted coffee, bagels, baked goods, cinnamon rolls, cupcakes, cookies. They, they've got it all there. Uh, check them out. Benjamin's Bakery and Cafe, 810 3rd Avenue, South Surfside Beach. 
And if you've got a question for Carolina Energy Conservation or you want to get a free estimate or a home energy evaluation, we're fixing to talk about that, you can give Jeff and his team a call at 843-504-1939. So let's talk to the listeners about how the process works and about a, a, getting a home energy evaluation done. Typically, homeowners will have some kind of issue that they have in their house. Um, they'll be uncomfortable, or it could be something as simple as their HVAC guy goes inside their attic space and sees that they don't have any insulation. Um, so then they'll give us a call, and we always have somebody that answers the phone right away. There's no call service or anything like that. They're right in our office. So they answer the phone, and then we set an appointment and have one of our comfort specialists come out, and they'll do a full energy evaluation of the house. So the first part is getting with the homeowner and figure out kind of what what they're looking for what are they trying to accomplish by what we do because education is a very big part of our business so we go in and we want to talk to them about you know what what are their concerns in the house what are they feeling and we have a you know a quick you know 20 questions that we ask them that will kind of give us ideas about what's going on and then we'll do a full inspection for them we'll climb inside the attic space um, take a look at any um, you know air penetrations any kind of opportunities that we have and then, you know, if they have a crawl space, we'll get in there as well. And we'll take a look at that, do a moisture reading for them. You know, and this is all free. We just go out there to basically show them what's going on once we do our interview, and then we can talk to them about solutions. Yeah, so what, what's your thoughts on what is provided to a home buyer? A lot of people are buying new homes in this market from uh, the many different home builders that they yeah. have their choice from. And I'm, and I'm sure, because I know from experience, this is, uh, I'm going to tell my story in a minute, but my home was, was relatively new, just a few years old, and we soon realized we had some issues um, with heating and cooling. What do, you, what do you think the homeowner is given as far as insulation when they buy a new home? So typically insulation is an afterthought because it's not cosmetic. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those situations where, they want people to walk in and see the granite, you know, or quartz, and then, you know, see the beautiful you know, flooring and painting and everything like that. But they don't put anything into the attic space. It's just what is the code, you yep, know? The bare minimum. Yeah, and that's what we always say, right? What's, what's another word for code? Minimum by yeah. law. You know? Barely adequate Yeah. in most, in most cases. Um, oh. Even like the, the R13, uh, I think it's called, they call it batting, batten insulation, batting. Yeah, batting roll, insulation. Batting yep. insulation, put in the walls. I mean, even that stuff it doesn't do a lot. So real quick, let's talk about the different types of insulations, because one of the things I want to make sure that the listeners understand um, is some insulation is, there's a way you keep the temperature in and there's a way you keep the temperature out. So in some cases you need insulation, some cases you don't. It depends on the issue that you're having. Yep. Right? And, and kind of what you're looking for in your own house. So like kind of going through um, insulation, I guess you could say. You know, so the, the typical is BATS insulation. We've seen that for forever. You know, the Pink Panther, the rollout. Everybody's got a story when their uncle asked them to, uh, you know, help me, uh, you know, put in some insulation today. And then you're going back and you're scratching and itching and jumping in the shower. Everybody always seems to have that story. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the oldest that's been around forever. Um, and now they have fiberglass insulation that's loose filled. That's that's what they blow in in all these new houses that, that we're talking about. It's white. It looks like snow inside the attic space. And the guys just get in. They throw in a, you know, a huge hopper. They can load five bags at a time. And, you know, they can new build insulators can insulate a house in 20 minutes. Um, and, and that insulation is meant 
to hold the heat in. Yes, correct. Keep keep heat from escaping out or keep cool air from your air conditioning from escaping out. Yeah, it's the resistance to heat, right? So it's not to keep the heat from outside coming in or the cold from outside coming in. Well, what happens during that? So typically what it does is it'll keep the heat inside the home. And that's why up north they always talk about R60 and everything else. But down here, you know, we want to keep the heat out of the actual house itself. You know, so then you're talking about insulation really. It really works like a sponge. So when a sponge is saturated with water, it doesn't work very well, which is why on these 90 plus degree days, you know, that we get 90 plus degree days back to back to back all the time. So the insulation's already saturated from yesterday, which is why these units kick on and run so much all the time, because, you know, the insulation's already filled with what it can handle. And then the heat just comes right down inside the house. So that's a that's a huge problem. And the other thing that people don't realize is, you know, the biggest part about insulating anything is really air sealing it. So if you go inside a, uh, a house, you know, especially if it's a concrete slab, right? So your electrical, your plumbing, you know, everything is run right through the actual ceiling of a house. The problem is, is that when the electrician or the new build guy came in to do that, he just cut that hole, stuck that thing through it, and then left it alone. But that, that provides huge uh, problems because all the heat during the summer goes right through that. So, and it comes right down inside the house. So if you look at your you know, can lights, um, if you look at any kind of lighting fixtures, bath fans are another big one, that heat just barrels right through that in the house. And then the units constantly have to kick on because, because the house is heating up. So that's a big thing that's not done, especially on new builds even today, is going through. And when all that stuff is done before you insulate, go through and air seal all those with a, uh, with a one-part spray foam just sealing all that up, all the top plates, you know, all the wire penetrations, plumbing penetrations, seal all that stuff up first so that that heat can't blow through and get in there. I, I can't do it. I've been, um, my wife has told me if she ever sees me touch a can of spray foam again. Oh yeah. That, uh, she, it, we're going to be getting divorced. Yeah. It's not fun. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't use it every day, it's like anything. If, the uh, you try to do electrical at your uh, your own house, and then the guy shows up. You know, can't figure it out. The guy oh. shows up. He's got everything in the van. That's basically yeah. What I'm, we I'm have, Craig, right? the floor guy. I'm definitely not Craig, the insulation guy. <laughs> so, I'll, so I'll tell you my story. I had a home. The home was less than a few years old, built brand new. Um, this was in Raleigh, and we had a room over the garage that was always hot in the summer, and it was always cold in the winter. So, I called the HVAC guy out. I was like, hey, I, you know, the rest of the house cools. This house doesn't cool. The, it's constantly running. What do we do? So he charges me to in, inspect my unit and test, checks the duct work out, tests the airflow and the temperature coming through the duct and everything. And he says, no, nah, well, your AC unit's running fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. Okay, well, pay that bill. So then I'm like, well, maybe I need um, – better insulation in the attic so i get up and i'm crawling around in the attic looking to check it out i'm itchy scratchy you know when i was a kid growing up we we were taught my dad did you know i did handyman work with my father and we get insulation on us and we'd use uh pantyhose women's pantyhose Mm -hmm. to rub the insulation off so i'm like babe you got any pantyhose and she's like what is wrong (laughs) with you what's going on um so i'm like well let me let me see if i can i can figure out what's going on here so I, i called a friend of mine that has a company in Raleigh that they do, um, their company is, is crawl space remediation, which you guys do as well. And we'll talk about, and they have radiant barrier 
And he comes out and I was like, hey, I think I need more insulation or there's a problem with my insulation. And he comes out and checks it all out. And he says, no, man, you need radiant barrier. And I'm like, what, what is radiant barrier and how much is it going to cost? He said, it's the, it's the greatest thing ever. And it's very, very affordable. You're going to be amazed at what we can do. So he encapsulated my roof. I had two separate attics. He encapsulated both sides of my attic with the radiant barrier. And then he did the roof of my garage underneath with radiant barrier. And within a few months, my electric bill had dropped almost $60 a month. And to do my whole attic and my garage was only a couple thousand dollars. Yep. And I was like, man, I'm going to go into the radiant barrier business. I love radiant barrier. And you guys offer this product as well, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, absolutely. The hardest part with the radiant barrier is nobody's ever seen it before. So you kind of have to go through and explain like where that product actually originated from, which believe it or not was in the space program. Um, but and then oh, just definitely it, some NASA stuff. Yeah, and just showing them exactly what it's what it's meant to do and and how it you know because so the game with insulation is you either absorb it or you reflect it. So insulation, our value will absorb it. Radiant barrier will reflect it away, you know, and out of the house. So it's a it's a really cool product. Yeah, and it keeps your your attic a lot cooler. So when you do have work being done in your house, your attic is not 140 degrees if you have radiant barrier. I can remember being a kid and working in attics um, with my father. And uh, I remember one time, we, this was in Texas too, where it gets hot, real mm-hmm. hot. I mean, and we were sweating and, and hot, and he reaches over and grabs a duck and cuts it with his knife. And he's like, there, it's air conditioning for us while we're working. And of course, he he sealed it back up with some duct tape or whatever when we got done. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk more with Jeff and Carolina Energy Conservation um, about some of the other things that they offer. Stay with us right here on Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio. Welcome back to Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio with Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile and Jeff Thompson from Carolina Energy Comfort Conservation. I knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> Carolina Energy Conservation. You can give them a call, 843-748-0295. They can come out and do a free home energy evaluation. They're going to find out where you're, you're losing energy, where you're losing money basically. And I guarantee you there are little cracks and and holes and spaces that uh, need to be filled and sealed and they can do that. Um, So we talked about in the wall insulation and batting, attic insulation. We've talked about radiant barrier, which is not an insulation technically, um, but is a a way to refract or um, keep, keep the, the heat out which makes it a whole lot easier for your HVAC to, to cool your home um, and heat your home, I would assume. Yep. Um, and it's a very inexpensive way, and it's a product that a lot of people don't know about. Um, let's talk about crawl spaces. 
because that's a big problem too with homes. Now, most of the homes here in this area um, that I've seen are a concrete slab and don't have a crawl space. But the ones I have seen that do have crawl spaces, it can be very problematic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Moisture, once it's left unchecked, can really wreak havoc. And that's what, you know, the other thing is who goes down in their crawl space, right? So it's not like, you know, you're going into a room or going, you know, into your garage or something like that. You got to, you know, put on a suit and climb in there. No, nobody wants to do that. So typically by the time we get out there, there's already some kind of problem going on, you yep. know, underneath there. So what we do is we'll we'll get suited up, you know, and go underneath there, and then we'll take moisture readings, take a bunch of pictures, and see really what's going on underneath there. And usually what we find is there's a moisture issue by the time we get out there. So do you guys do com the, uh, complete crawl space encapsulation? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll take the old insulation out um, and get, get rid of that because it's usually filled with, you know, mold or or it's just old and destroyed from falling down over the years. So we'll get rid of that. And then we'll, instead of insulating on the actual underside of the, uh, of the house, we'll go around the perimeter and insulate the walls of the, uh, the exterior walls of the crawl space. And that's pretty beneficial because a lot of times if there's a crawl space, the heating and air units in there. So that foam board is going to keep it way warmer down there during the winter and keep it a lot cooler down there during the summer. Um, and then after we do that, we're going to go and seal up all the vents um, we're going to go through and we're going to run a vapor barrier up the walls, up the piers, um, tape everything. It's all kind of like a, you know, a custom job, I guess you could say. Um, and then put a dehumidifier down there once everything is sealed and airtight and everything like that. And then we'll talk to the homeowner about a dehumidifier, which is, you know, preventative basically yeah. going forward. I, ha I have a dehumidifier in my, my home. I have a, a, a walkout basement and between the upper floor and the lower basement walkout area, there's an encapsulated crawl space area yeah. that uh, someone, I got this little tube that comes out of the side of my house. And, yep. Yeah. Um, but you had mentioned that usually if somebody has a problem in their crawl space, the, the sign of that problem is not noticed until it's affecting something in their house. And me being in the flooring business, I deal with this all the time. Creaky floors, popping floors, warped cupping floors, these are all signs of moisture issue. And 90% of the time, it's from moisture from the crawl space. The other 10% of the time, it's from someone mopping their floor or something that, yeah, that right. they shouldn't be mopping it. Um, and it could also be caused if there's a leak inside the house, if a pipe busts or something and, and floods. Um, but everybody knows when that happens. But um, I saw something that I want to see if you can help me make heads or tails of because it was my first time to ever see it. Um, we replaced a subfloor in a home in Surfside Beach. This was literally two streets over from the ocean, up on stilts. They had particle board subfloor in the home. Yep. And someone had put a luxury vinyl plank flooring over the particle board, which you cannot do. It voids the warranty. The product failed within months. Uh, the company didn't warranty the floor, so the homeowner came to us to um, replace the subfloor. And she sued the people, actually, and got her money back. But uh, we ripped all the particle board out. Well, in the process, I go out there. I go to evaluate the crawl space. And I crawl under the house. And there's no no moisture barrier. It was just sand under the house. Yeah. And I had never seen that. So explain the difference between, you know, an encapsulated crawl space with a moisture barrier and then what I saw over by the beach. So, you know, whether there's sand or, or whatnot, you know, whether it's dry, you know, it kind of – 
So what happens a lot of times in those houses by the beach is people go, you know, oh, it's sandy, it's dry, it's no big deal, you know. So they'll put a vapor barrier underneath the floor on the on the sand um, or part of it, you know, and a lot of times. And then what happens is we get so much hot meets cold, right, because in a crawl space it's cool. Even during the summer it's cool. So, But outside is, you know, 90-plus degrees, you know, with a high relative humidity. So that air goes through those vents in the crawl space, and then it hits that cold air, hot meets cold. And then what happens is um, it lands on the vapor barrier. Now it can't get out. And then what happens is it starts to evaporate, and that causes a problem in the wood and everything else because mold isn't created by water, not really. It's really caused by the water vapor once the water starts to evaporate then it gets inside stuff like wood and that's what causes rot and everything else so you know even if you've got a situation where you you know it's completely dry underneath there you know depending on if you could still have a mold problem it wasn't dry and i told the homeowner i said look we can repair all this and and put new dry proper subfloor in here so you have an adequate substrate for your new floor but you need you need some kind of moisture barrier under there. Yeah. And she said, well, we're not allowed to put any moisture barrier because of flooding. The water has to be able to absorb into the sand. Yeah. So so what do you do in that case? So typically what we'll do is just have an educated conversation with the homeowner. And there's different things we can do too, right? So and Can you like yeah. hang it up? So you don't want to do that either as far as, you know, putting it in because then you can trap moisture in the actual house itself. You know, if anything mm. were to get in there, now it can't get out. You know, so um, typically what we'll do is we'll have the conversation with the homeowner and we'll talk to them. You know, if water infiltration is an issue, which, you know, by the beach it really can be, we can install sub pump systems that are specifically designed for crawl spaces to pump that water out of there um, and go to a low spot. You know, and that's kind of the difference with us. Like we specialize in this is what we do. So we're not, you know, a company that does this, this and this. And then we throw a vapor barrier down there. You know, we really want to solve the problem. So. You know, if you've got excess water in your crawl space, we'll talk to you about, you know, the pipe and perimeter pump before we'll talk to you about the encapsulation because the first thing is we got to get that water out of there um, yeah. because that's the, the biggest problem. And then after that, we'll talk to them about um, going in and, and encapsulating. And the biggest thing, you know, as they talk about, if you're – they're absolutely right as far as sealing up the, the vents. If there's a flood and they, the water can't get in, um, then, there, then there could be a foundation issue. But what we do is we install – you know, all we want to do is block the air. That's it. So we put a piece of foam board over it, and we air sail around it. If there's ever a large-scale flood, it's going to pop that piece of foam board right out. Again, we're only trying to stop the air. So it's if water wants to get through that, it's going to have no problem doing it. I don't know who she called, but she called somebody, and uh, what they did was they put like a black kind of Tyvek-looking material and just stapled it up yeah. to, the, to the joist and said, there you go, that's all you can do. And I was like, I don't know if that's going to. Yeah. Critters love that, you know, because now they got a new apartment. They get into that and just hang out, you know. But mm. if any moisture gets in there, it's not going to be able to get through the vapor barrier. So the next thing it's going to do is try to get into the actual, you know, yeah. um, building material. Yeah. We see a lot. I see a lot with the, the, the houses down by the beach that are built up on stilts. And there's just nothing. You can just some of them, you know, you that it's completely open on the bottom. You see the pipes and ductwork and. You know, people are parking their cars and stuff underneath it. Yeah. And I go and I look up and I'm just thinking, this is not, this can't be good. Yeah. I mean, I'm because I, I have to, I have to take that into consideration when I'm telling the homeowner what type of floor would be adequate for their house. Yeah. Because a lot of people nowadays are wanting a type of floor that's not adequate for that and it, and it doesn't last. So I have to explain to them, you know, where they need to go to a different product. 
that's going to be able to um, stand up to the movement and the, the expansion and contraction between seasons when it's dry and when it's moist and when it's hot and when it's cold. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that this happens. Yeah. I, I mean, I, again, it's it's really just finding somebody that does this every day that, you know, it's doing continuing education because stuff always changes. Um, products change and things like that. But finding somebody that has a background in it that's credible, you know, yeah, to be able to do that. That's why I say always hire licensed professionals and buy Made in the USA products, which you guys offer Made in the USA products. Yeah, pretty much everything is, is made in here in the United States that we offer. Well, that's, that is awesome. We yeah. want to keep keep our dollars here, yeah, absolutely. everybody, by Made in the USA. Um, and you offer also Solar Star Attic Fans. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So that's part of our Solar Tube Dealer Network. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of houses down here, for example, they have like a hip roof. So there's this itty-bitty ridge vent on the top, and there's this enormous attic space. Um, and moisture can build up in there and, and heat, so we come in and we can install those. It has the same flashing as the solar tube, so it's got the leak-proof warranty, and it's uh, got a huge tax credit on it, right, because it's Ooh, solar. tax credits. So you get uh, 55% of tax credit by doing it. We're going to take another short break, and we come back, we're going to talk about rebates and tax credits, and we're going to talk about the difference between a Solar Star attic fan and a Whirly Bird, because there is a difference. Stay right here on Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio. Grand on the Strand Home Pros Radio, where we bring you the most reputable service professionals in the Grand Strand to make your home grand. So if you're looking for a quality professional licensed contractor or service provider, give us a call on the pro line, 888-385-PROS, and I'll find you one. Um, and remember, today's show is brought to you by American Dream Flooring and Tile. American Dream Flooring and Tile is the area's most trusted flooring professionals. Why do we say that? It's because we offer a lifetime installation warranty, a best price guarantee. We offer no interest financing. We are a local state licensed flooring dealer. We also do kitchen and bathroom modeling, custom tile showers. We have a beautiful 3,000 square foot showroom at 2294 Glens Bay Road next to Food Lion. Everybody come check it out because we just brought in all of our new products for 2024. So we have some really nice new stuff right now. Um, we also have some stock specials. We've got stock carpet starting at $1 a square foot that has a lifetime stain warranty. Um, I've got luxury vinyl plank starting at $1.50 a square foot. You can call us at 877-6-FLOORS, schedule a free project consultation or estimate, or visit us online at AmericanDreamFloor.com. So back to Jeff Thompson and Carolina Energy Conservation. You can call them at 843-748-0295. So, Solar Star Attic fans, these are not like whirly birds, are they? No, not at all. Uh, again, it's kind of one of those things that changes through time, that's for sure. Yeah, you, you remember the, the whirly birds that we used to see? You would drive down the road and you would see these big bonnet-looking, um, I can't tell you how many times I've cut my finger on one of those things. 
these that that's would spin around and I don't even know if they did anything. So they're basically for like when the wind blows, right? So when the blows <laughs> really hard, then this thing will start to move and it's going to start, you know, um, exhausting your attic heat. And you can always tell when somebody has one of those or, or grew up in a house that had one because the first thing they ask is like, how loud are they? It's like, oh, you had a, oh, whirly, yeah. you had a whirly bird before, yeah. huh? It's like, yeah, because it's sitting in the living room and just hearing this thing go. Rrr, rrr. We had an uh, what we called an attic fan in my house when I was a kid growing up that mounted in the ceiling. Yeah. Um, and when that thing kicked on, you had to have everything strapped down. Yeah, that's a full house fan. Yeah, yeah it would. You would have the. Um, we didn't have central heat and air. We had a couple of window units, and we had this big attic fan. And my dad would warn everybody, hey, everybody, I'm about to turn the attic fan on. Yep. You know what I mean? Because when it came on, it just <laughs> it created this suction. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, 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 you know, it cleared the uh, smoke from mom frying chicken out of the kitchen really fast. Yep. But you talk about loud and dangerous. Yeah, and you, uh, you know, we had one in uh, upstate New York, and that was the same kind of situation. You're worried what critters got in there during the off season, you know? So you because you, you don't run that during the winter, right? So it's so like the first time you turn it yeah, on, you turn I it hope on. It's there's like, nothing. Living I hope there's in there. nothing up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's if it is, it's about to meet its demise, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It's so so. What's what's the difference in a uh, a Solar Star attic fan? So the Solar Star attic fans have brushless motors on them, so you can't hear them. It's got a 35-watt panel fan in it. So there's really no expense to it besides when you initially you know, pay for it, of course. And then uh, they get installed the same way um, SolarTube does with the same flashing, and the unit goes right into the flashing. Now, are those the kind that mount on, like, the 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 wall like of the attic, or do they mount on the no, they, roof? No, they go right on the roof line. And we want to okay. keep them, like, we want to keep them about six to seven feet away from the ridge vent because... We want that heat to rise and to leave through the ridge vent as well, um, but we don't want to be too close to that ridge vent when we install because we don't want it to cycle through the ridge, right? I need to have you come out to my house because I've got my house was built in 2006 and it's 2006 technology still in the attic. Yep. And I have some issues. Um, we have a little pantry closet in our kitchen, and when I open the pantry, when it's hot outside, I can feel the heat. It's I have a, a vaulted ceiling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any insulation or anything going on, you know, between the, the roof line and the, the drywall. But um, you can actually feel the heat and the cold yeah. collect at the top of the pantry. Yep. And then I have an attic. It's in my garage. We have an attic pull-down ladder where we can store some stuff. And I have looked up there and seen that there's very poor insulation and no radiant barrier. And so my son's bedroom that's at the front of the house that catches the most sunshine his room is the toughest to cool and the toughest to warm. Yep. Um, and I've had some uh, uh, special tinting put on the window of his room and that kind of stuff, but it still isn't adequate. So I need you to get you to come out and, and, and give me a home energy evaluation and help solve some problems for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing that we, uh, that we do is uh, spray foam insulation. So we're doing so much of that, and that really eliminates any kind of hot or cold spots like from a house because what we're doing is taking the thermal boundary, which is normally where the insulation is at the floor, and we're putting it right to the actual attic ceiling itself. So that in itself will drop the attic temperature and, and by you know 20 degrees, 25 degrees during the summer. You know, if it's 72 inside your house, it's going to be it'll be 80 during, in the, uh, the attic space at most. most. Most of the time, like in my house, there's only a three to four degree difference between my attic space and my second floor. So, okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to 
I'm going to definitely get you guys to come out and, and take a look at that and see what we can do. Um, give them a call at 843-748-0295. Is that the best way if someone listening wants to have you guys come out and they want to talk about insulation or radiant barrier or, you know, and exhausting the heat from their attic? Um, yeah, that, that's definitely the best way. We have the sweetest lady in the world. Her name is Jill. And she answers the phone. She's very delightful. Shout out to Jill. Yeah. If you just want to have a conversation, you can just call her. You know, she's great. She'll talk to people. Yeah. You know, so all if anybody time. listening, if you're just lonely and you want to have a chat with Jill, 843-748-0295, please mention Carolina Energy Conservation or, uh, you know, have, have them come out and, and take a look at, at your home. Where you, I'm sure you got a, a hot or a cold room. One thing I want to mention real quick before we run out of time I see people do this all the time, and I was actually—I've been victim of it in the past as well. But I've—I've I've learned my lesson. I'm a little bit smarter now. But um, they have trouble with a room in the house that they can't heat or they can't cool, so they start closing vents. Yeah. To try to—they think they're going to redirect airflow by, well, we don't really use this room this much over here, so I'm going to shut the door on this room, and I'm going to shove a towel under the door, and I'm going to turn, the, I'm going to shut the vent in that room. And that's going to make the air flow more to this other room that I'm trying to heat or cool. And it doesn't work like that. What that does is puts an extra strain on your HVAC unit and causes parts to fail in your HVAC unit that become a costly repair. So if you're listening and you're doing that, you have that issue in your house, call Carolina Energy Conservation, 843-748-0295. They'll come out for free. They'll they'll take it. They'll they'll check everything out. I'm sure you guys can even take a look at the HVAC. I see you have some partnering companies that you work with. Yeah, we work with HVAC companies all the time. And you know, if we go out there and their HVAC is 30 years old and it's shot, that's the first thing we're going to tell them. You know, that's probably your. Problem. But that's a, that's a, that's easy to diagnose. Yeah, it is. And most people already know it, right? So, yeah. you know, they're not keeping their, their unit or their house cool, and they haven't replaced their HVAC in a long time. Yeah, those guys have a little device. They can stick it in front of the vent, and it'll measure the flow, and it'll measure the temperature, and they'll know real, yeah. real quick if, the, if it's an issue with insulation or, or, or something like that. But, um, but you guys could easily diagnose that. And if you do do – let's talk about the rebates and tax incentives. So, um, so there's a 30% – a federal rebate for insulation right now up to fourteen hundred bucks. Thirty um, percent federal rebate. Yep. As far as that goes, there's nothing for the state uh, this year, and Santee Cooper doesn't have anything for insulation, but they do have it for heating and air conditioning, upgraded hot water heaters. Um, they have a loan program that's available too. And if someone hasn't done their taxes yet, because we're 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 heading right into tax season, is it too late for them to so, to, to get that rebate this year? For twenty twenty three, it would be. You know, but for 2024, anything they do this year will all qualify for the taxes when they do it next year. For next year's taxes. Yep. Got it. Okay. Um, 30% federal rebate. And then what did you say about Santee Cooper? You said they're... Yep. Santee Cooper doesn't have an insulation rebate this year, but they do have um, rebates for heating and air, replacing your unit, and they also have them for upgrading your hot water heater um, as well for something like a hybrid hot water heater that's super efficient. And... You got made in the USA products. Yep. Oh yeah. Free home energy evaluation. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, and the lady on the phone will chat with you about whatever you want to talk about. Carolina Energy Conservation. 
843-748-0295. That's our show for today. Next week, we've got a special home show edition, and I've got a surprise guest, so be sure and listen next Saturday. And remember, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Always hire licensed professionals and buy Made in the USA whenever possible. See you next Saturday.